<laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I get, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I get excited and scared when he starts laughing like that because I don't know what it's going to be. And odds are it's it's aimed toward either me or Tim. It's never Andy. Andy never no. gets the shit. Andy's no, a pure, it's Tim, Andy's you're a pure soul. shit. It's to be a lot. Are you kidding me? It's from me, not, Andy, never in the intro. Me, never in the intro. It's anyone, usually so if Tim's intro introducing something for sure he starts laughing I'm like cool I'm safe because he's gonna just pick on some stupid thing that Tim said wrong. First off, one little word is picker honor in the group. All right, picker so honor. I'm trying to turn it around. I no, can't no, think no, there's no. no other word that exists for it. Tim, I need to I need to interrupt the show. It's because I'm com- yeah, Andy. Andy from Kind of Funny. Uh, uh, excuse me, Nick. Kevin, this is my show. I'm Kevin, hosting you, it. <laughs> Sorry, Andy from Kind of Funny. Kevin, can you frame me a little bit better in the show? <laughs> <laughs> you always change just, your framing. You always change your framing. I Kevin, never know if I should move you Kevin, around or not. I haven't been doing that anymore. Ask you no, just, no, no, I think he's perfect. So grab my top right corner. No, I, top I know how to frame right. it. Yeah, and then it, just kind of scale. It kind of looks like Andy. It kind of looks like he's framing your bed, and you're just in the frame somehow. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Love that. Love that big dog. So you're no longer Kevin, gonna move yourself around because, like, that. like I'll, I'll adjust you, like and then you go and adjust it, and it's like, well, fuck. No, yeah, I, I uh, Kevin, keep rocking it, baby. Keep on rocking, right, keep rocking right. it. Also, Nick, something happened with your uh, connection. You look terrible. I mean, you're you're not off sick anymore. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. My uh, I should have restarted my machine. I got way too many things open, as you know. Since we're airing grievances about the, the tech side of the stuff, Kev, Excuse this me, is something I'm I've still noticed. The host of this today. show, Forbes thirty under thirty, aka the second best baby blues in San Francisco, aka the verified one, aka the engaged one, aka how long can I go to keep annoying him? Keep going. You can keep going. I love it. I love it. But Kev, there's a harshness to your mic now. I don't know why. It started this morning, and I'm noticing it now. The world, the world hardened him. So like James Hart, we can fix that somehow. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> do you guys, really do you guys hear that? No, it's coach close. He just sounds like you're distorting a little bit. Kev. Should I be over here? Wait, hold on. Kevin, give me your thing. McDonald's order and then I'll know if you're distorted. Uh, yeah. Can I Kevin, get two do McDoubles uh, yeah. and yeah, no, uh, McChicken? Really? Maybe two, two McChickens. <laughs> Nick yeah. Scarpino. Nick. Okay, thank you, Tim. Uh, since Greg refuses to do his job, now he's looking at McChickens to see if they actually have those. Who's going to prove us both wrong? Am I right? There you go. Uh, are Tim, you kidding? I've Wait, Greg, are, you don't know that McChickens are a thing? No, no. Just keep going. I'll, if I if I got Kevin in a fucking lie, I'll let you know. <laughs> Dude, I want a McChicken so bad. Isn't it just the way people don't understand? It's scary to be with Greg because he's so competitive. <laughs> That I want, I, that's why I'm an asshole because he's the bigger <laughs> asshole. I know it. So I have it's to not, overcome it's not we why are you're the an asshole. Assholes. Remember, we it's are the true. assholes together. We ramp each other up. It's like when me and Andy play any games against Joey. We just get into it. We just ramp each other up. No, it's you. Joey. It's always you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always try to like soften the blow a bit. Like, yeah. Andy's doing it too. So, <laughs> I'm trying to stop. Start to start a rumor Tim, that Andy is equal to me. Um, Tim, did, did this help at all? Do I sound better now? No, no it's, it's like. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like it's breaking up into really poppy. Damn. Huh. Maybe, like, yeah. like, it feels like there's, like, popcorn going on when you talk. I probably have to just restart it. It sounds fine to yeah. me. Yeah. I have do no it idea what it's, you, it's fine. It's close enough. Hey, Tim, yes. now, I've been craving, and I know this is weird because I don't think you're a particular fan of this restaurant, but one day when we're about allowed to go to lunch together, I yeah. want to take everyone on me to Carl's Jr. I've been craving wow. Carl's oh, I'm Jr. I'm a fan. Big fan Western bacon cheeseburgers for everyone. Greg, are you trying to find out if the McDouble is on the dollar menu? That's correct. Okay, just so you know, (laughs) it was for a long, long time. Mm, They then raised it 
they raised the price to, I believe, a dollar. Th- it depends on which McDonald's you go to. But yeah, at most McDonald's, it's a dollar thirty-five. Yeah. But once you get hooked on the two dollars and fifty-nine cents no. for this McDouble. No, 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 no. You're so you're looking up in the wrong. You're you're like downtown San Francisco prices, no. all right? <laughs> no, I'm very much you're crazy. Down there, all right, <laughs> no, I'm gonna slack it to you here. You know what I mean? Because again, just because you want you want to lie all the time. Remember, that's you. What is the you difference lie. again between the McDouble and the double cheeseburger? That's a great question. It is one layer of cheese. So. The double cheeseburger, mm-hmm. which this dumbass is probably looking up. That's amazing. That's amazing <laughs> that you knew that. It has two cheese layers on each pat, one on each patty. That the McDouble amazing. only has one cheese layer, so it's See, a lot less I, salty. Big difference. This is what I love about Kevin. When he's into something, he is into. fucking into something. Oh, he knows. Like he's going to tell you to the ounce how much cheese yeah. is on the sand. The, the he's burger watched that he likes. six documentaries on it. Yeah, when he's yeah. Like you, you know. Every once in a while, my favorite thing is like uh, sometimes I'll catch Kevin in the wild, and he'll be watching like the most fascinating thing that has to do with space, metallurgy, cabinet building, or like wood whittling. And sometimes it's all in one video, and I want to ask him what it is, but I'm too scared to. Metal orgy? Metallurgy. Metallurgy. It's a word yeah, I've only yes, heard. Damn, it's a word I've only heard in Ghostbusters, so I don't, I, huh. I don't blame you for not knowing that. It's a big one. one. It is a big one. Yeah, not small. Surprise! Nick's little brain could figure it out. You know. And rounding out the quartet, the Hispanic heartthrob Texas treat Latino heat clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting headshot nitro rifle from Twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. Thanks, everybody. I was just on one of the the, the Jack show around the rooster teeth. Hold on, I meant to. No, that's what I was about to say. They have a, they have the like the soundboard and they hit it and then there's a whole bunch of people like a studio audience that claps. We just did that. Yeah, it's very easy. But I no, because there's my, many. I have that on my down there. Deck as well. Yeah, that's Nick's nightmare down there. All these Kevin's around him, but then it's just one clap. <laughs> the claps aren't unusual. You know what I mean? Oh my god! My I favorite thing. Myself. No joke. If I saw that coming toward me, I'd be like, I'm not no more. Now, so, when you say if you saw that coming towards you, do you mean small? Uh, you know, a dozen small Kevin's, or do you just mean a dozen Kevin's? Period. Just either take A or B, column A or column B. If, I see how about this? A dozen. What if it was just Kevin and his sexy younger brother Spencer coming at you? That's that's fine because Spencer is fine. I'm fine with Spencer. But if it was twelve Kevin's and one Spencer, I'd be like Spencer. I'm sorry, you have to see this. Because there's no way. Because I know that by the time I see the 12 Kevins, he's already had a plan to kill me. He's already got a plan to take Greg me down. I don't so want to be around for that. 12 plans. <laughs> the 12 Kevins. You have to Uh-oh. call this episode Uh-oh. the nightmare that is the 12 Greg- Kevins. Hey, Greggy. Hey, Greggy. That was bad. That was bad. I'm impressed that Kevin hasn't used that power for evil yet. Like, it's so far, at least as far as I've seen, it's only been claps. Because I would assume Kevin would be booing us whenever he, we say things he doesn't like, which is quite often. It's you know, I mean, a know. very simple thing to set up. Uh, so well, I would say I would say that going. Yeah, I would wait. Can I wager a guess as to why he doesn't do that more often? Is because he's so tired of listening to us by this point. He just kind of zones out and waits for the hot words to pop in. Like, what's up, everybody? Okay, we're starting the show. And then, like, it's been our pleasure to serve. <laughs> done. We're done. Zone out. Yeah, we're zone out. out. Yeah. I'm like, how, how close am I to that? Kev? I mean, that's not wrong. If I'm, you know, that's not wrong. <laughs> I'll never forget when, I'll never forget when all... I had to like sit in for a second to listen to a games cast, and I was like, oh my god, we put Kevin through this all. The, no offense to the game, no disrespect to games cast. No, I didn't no. mean it like that. I just mean like it's such a it's such a nuanced conversation that it's almost it's, and it's like warm back there, and you just want to go to sleep. It's nice. Paula Wait, keeps hold on. I, I have a question, Kev. It's, it's I, upsetting. Oh, what? Kevin, 
Yeah, what? It, is it live when you do it, or is that like a pre-recorded thing you made? No, that's live. Yeah, yeah okay. It's a bunch of cameras. Yeah. 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 Andy cool, keeps right. saying well, you, it's, it's you, not you hard to do. It's cool. not. It wasn't your idea, though, Andy. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? You no, didn't talk about the sound stuff. Oh, Andy. Holy shit. Andy, stop dropping roll because you just got rub on your nipples. fuck you coming at me for, dog? What's up, dude? You trying to make some shit happen or what? I want to point out Nick drinking his soda with ice with a straw as if we're at Burger Meister right now. Like he just looks like you're happy. You look like you're having the best time ever right now, Nick. Real dude, real talk. My wife likes straws. It's I know we're not supposed to have straws. We don't. We're it's like illegal now. They're outlawed. They're like contraband. You have to like dig through the back bin. You have to like know someone at Target to get the straws. Yeah, like I pay like twenty bucks per straw, and I'm like, let me get one of these. Um. She likes to have a straw every now and again in a beverage. I, of course, have now become addicted to straws. I go through at least one a day. It's very bad for the environment. Very bad. Now, are you going to get a reusable straw? No, God, I hate that. I don't. I don't like the way the um the the hardness feels on my teeth. Part of the fun of the straw is that you can do you can bite it a little bit. Isn't it? Sure. Great, little yeah, yeah. like this like, little nibble. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see that. That yeah. seems like a lot of fun. Get it done. That's yeah. pretty fun. You want me to ship you some straws? I know a guy. Well, no. I know a guy. Yeah, straw guy. I feel like you could just come over and guy. give me the straws. You know what I mean? Can I ask a question? That's yeah. Sorry, really next to our peanut straw. Straw like thing. What do we feel about the Bill and Ted's trailer? Because I finally watched it. How do we feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Where's it going? Where's it going to go? What, no, I, just love, I just love it. Well, let me do the intro. We'll get to that. All right. If you didn't okay. know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four sometimes five best friends gather on this table each coming to bullshit with you about whatever it is they want to bullshit about maybe it's bill and ted maybe it's straws if you like that god knows why go to patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get this show ad free you can watch it as we record it live just like uh kyle uh Fedenu. i've never heard of this man is yeah uh joe joe mertens never heard of him mike joe l Mert. never heard of him. huh joe joe mert cousin of Bert Meg's Gurton over there. Um, you can also get it uh, with the exclusive post show we do each and every week. Uh, that's all on patreon.com slash kind of funny. We love and appreciate you. Even if you think we're just doing a good job and you don't want to use any of the perks, toss us a buck. See what happens. You'll get Greg away. That's what happens. Uh, if you have no books, toss away, though. It's no big deal. You can get the show for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe each and every week. You got to do the ads, though. No post show. Andy won't pray for you. Mm-mm. Thank you. You won't you, be in my can thoughts. Can you imagine going and, and doing the Patreon producer uh, tier and just being like, I, you know, I, I love them. I want to support them this way. And then when Greg goes to read your name, he laughs for 10 minutes. <laughs> just <laughs> how Bert weird Meg that must it. have been for Bert. Bert Meg, <laughs> he loved it and then just never came back. As far as we know, Bert Meg, not in the community anymore. <laughs> not a fan of us. And nor should he be. I support yeah. whatever community he is a part of now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, let's thank our Patreon producers. We got Mohammed Mohammed, aka Momo, Momo uh, Cameron oh, Reagan, Kieran O'Donnell, Steve Reagan. Powers, uh, Julian the Gluten Free Gamer, <laughs> Delaney Twinning, Lee Polero, Doctor Farmer Mike, and then Connor Nolan, aka oh, no. Connor Dow. Remember? Oh no, 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 Connor so, Dow. Remember? So I oh, said no. Kono, but if you're saying Connor Dow, we could go Kodo. Okay, I'm sure he'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> A nickname based on a nickname. You see what I mean? Like, this guy was like, I'm going to help support these. And now they're just making a different name. It's not his name. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> Here's the thing. Let's you know see. what I mean? When you become a Patreon producer, you know what you're getting in for, all right? It's like sitting in the front row to comedy show. It's like yeah. being uh, uh, Ice T's personal driver, all right? You know I what you're wondering what the second example was going <laughs> to be. <laughs> ice I wanted ice to say Andrew Dice Clay, but I got yeah. hung up. I was like, Ice T's driver. That would have made so much more sense. Are you smelling your dog? <laughs> <laughs> Have you good? Whatever. Wait, what? Me? What happened? What? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm playing with some other stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the preview screen. Ah, uh, okay. The other dog's outside. He's fine. Let him be a dog. I say. You know what I mean? For too Let- long, Andy. People have been taking chimpanzees and putting them in suits. Let him roam streets. What's crazy is the chimps know how to tie their own ties. Tim knows it better than anybody, right? There's that razor's edge, right? Where you yeah. can do too many shows and either your performance will suffer or you'll be fucking Michael Jordan. Yeah, here. You're fucking Jordan right now. Just watching him go out of the park and I am on never, fire. never right seen now. Greg Miller, Michael Jordan. It's usually it's usually the other side of it. You this is show number one, two, three, four, five for you today. Yeah. We have a we have a three show rule, and even that's like a two is what you want. Three is the never, max, and then exactly. when you get to five. Apparently, though, you find I'm on fire. It's, I'm like it's that second right. hump. Yeah, I love guys. the funny. This is my favorite Greg, though. I love Goofy Greg. Me too. I like when Greg too. laughs at everything because then my jokes get like one percent funnier, and I feel good about myself. the the funny The funniest thing was that uh, Greg was on Jack Patillo's show today, a show that I was asked to be on as well uh, for today. And Jack asked, hey, man, uh, you know, what do you feel about doing my show? And I was like, you know, I can't. We do podcasts at 3 p.m. Can't do it. <laughs> and I look, and I'm like, oh, okay, Greg's on the show now. We're just moving turns the show. Out, it turns out when you're the boss, you can take the podcast that's supposed to be from 2 to 4 and just no, put, it at, <laughs> put it at 5.30. It used to be 2 to 4. It used to be 2 to 4 back in the yeah, day. Yeah, but now we need time to eat. podcasting until 11 o'clock at night. Pretty soon, we're gonna be, it's going to be tomorrow. Guys, here, I'll, you know what, Nick? Here's what I'll do. I'm going to give you a little piece of a homework assignment. And it's kind, yeah. of, kind of a history lesson, too. Go talk to a Quaker, all right? And ask them. <laughs> <laughs> ask them how they live their life You're and right. how they get the job right. done. If the sun is up, right. guess what? They're out there in the fields because that's what they do. Sun's down, they're back home. You make we work in the, we live and sleep in the field now. Yeah, well. All right, your house is the field. The field. Mm-hmm. Just what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do tonight? Eat dinner with your wife? Talk to your wife? I saved. You I got tonight, nothing to do. Right? I gotta watch the wrong Missy. That's what I'm gonna do tonight. I gotta watch that Netflix movie with uh, Dude, Lauren Lapkus, man, she's phenomenal. I haven't is seen that this the girl. Movie. Not? Yeah, she's funny as hell. Nick, yeah, you're in I, for a hell of a ride. This movie is you, made for you. You duped me, Kevin. I, I know. I, did, I didn't put Missy, I, lo, wrong Missy in there, but I Was enjoyed the shit out of every minute that I watched. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'll tell you, we're rocked to you by Sun Soil, but I'll tell you about Sun Soil later. For now, uh, Nick, you had a question about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Did you guys watch the trailer? I did. No. Because I think it looks perfect. I think it's going to be a great movie. It also may be just like one of those what we're talking about where it's like maybe they barely had enough money to finish it, but I'm pretty excited about it. When did you last watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Last year. I watched it, I want to say for the first time as an adult, all the way through, really? unedited, really? Uh, the other day with Jen. And let me tell you, 
That is not a good movie. Really? I think it, I think it holds up as just a fun, silly like movie, like an '80s movie to me. It's well, I mean, for sure. That's I mean, it's it's a yeah. silly '80s movie for sure. But it was that thing of watching it where I was just like. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, when did they meet Joan of Arc? I remember being a big part of this. <laughs> and then they just go on this like montage tear of getting everybody. Yeah. And then I'm like, I thought they took them to the mall, but they only have three hours until their presentation. Now they're at the mall for no reason. Bro, they go to the mall. Every if you if you made a movies that happened, a movie that happened in the 80s and you didn't go to the mall, you're getting defunded. That's how it's gonna sure. go. You know, the studio is gonna yank that shit. And that's why mall rats happened there. It was supposed to be called parking lot rats, but they decided to change. Well, you know, I mean, you know. People like to go to the movie to see themselves in it. And the like, malls this is were just such your a big second movie. show today. You know, I'm tired. What's your excuse? <laughs> I was editing all last night, editing all Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm throwing shit at the wall right now. But but uh, I I love Bill and Ted because I love Bill and Ted because it plays such so fast and loose with the rules of time travel. There's sure. just a moment where they you know they couldn't the writers couldn't think of a way for them to solve a problem. So the two characters just look at each other and go, "Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll just steal." the keys in the future and use the time machine to come back and put the keys here in this bush. And then they reach back and the keys are there and it never shows them doing that action. I love that. You need to go do it. It's brilliant. It doesn't matter. That's a cool idea. That's cool. Time travel. Yeah. I'm sick of all these people going back and giving Benjamin Franklin penicillin or whatever. I want to see something cool like this where you use it that way. Yeah. You've become unhinged and I respect (laughs) it. Now here's the other thing. I don't think I've ever watched I think I maybe saw on Fox 32, suburbs of Chicago, the made-for-TV ending of Bogus Journey. I never went and watched Bogus Journey because I didn't what? like the idea that Bill and Ted had to deal with death. Right? No, hold, hold on. Hold on. What do you talking about the made-for-TV ending? What are you talking about? Well, he's me the, the no, TV. movies get edited down or put on, you know, your network television. Fox oh. 32 would have, you know, occasionally a movie on there. I think I saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the ending of it, on there once. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch oh, the whole. Got it. Okay, I, thought, I thought Bogus you were saying Journey. that on TV it had a different ending than the actual. No, movie. no, no. I did. It's funny you say this. I'm starting to think you're taking up space here. You know, looking through some files when I'm not. I'm sleeping. But this morning in the shower, I was thinking about the Ashton Kutcher movie Butterfly Effect. Remember that mm-hmm. different yeah, that movie in theaters. Dude. Even Supple was in that one. Sure, Amy Smart too from uh, Road Trip. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it was the movie that ended Ashton Kutcher's career. What's the they name of the girl that got that kidnapped? Was it not? Is something smart? It was Amy oh, Smart too. Oh, same name. Oh, no, no, Elizabeth Smart. Elizabeth okay, Smart. all right. Oh, you mean Kevin, like in real life? Kevin, you were on to something there, though. <laughs> Is Amy Smart Elizabeth Smart? <laughs> Are they the same person? Why did you like the new Bill and Ted's trailer? I just—it's very nostalgic for me, and I'm happy that they're doing it. And man, they look really old, but yeah. I think it's—I mean, we we need an end to that. We deserve, as fans, we deserve a fitting we end. Do they ever true. get to go play the song? How do they do it? And in this one, spoilers, they get, they get a genius idea where they're like, hey, we don't it's, – it's been like 20 years. We haven't figured out what the song is that's going to unite the entire world and bring us and usher in uh, a new era of, of basically a utopia. Um, so why don't we just go to the future and listen to the song and then bring the song back and play it for everyone? And it's genius. Again, playing super fast and loose with the idea of time travel, which is why Bill and Ted is so fun. It's silly. It's just goofy. It's like it's, a, it's like if a child wrote a time travel movie. <laughs> it's a bootstrap theory, though. So like that's it, it's a well known theory in time travel mythology. What's the bootstrap theory? Bootstrap theory, Kevin. And where it's like you, you know uh, you create a loop, like so some when uh, Bill and Ted needed to get the key. They uh-huh. got it in the, f- like, the future came and dropped it off. 
So it's like the it never happened on its own. So it only happened because of the time travel. Because of the future. Yeah, yeah. I see. It. So, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Terminator at the end of Terminator Three when they put the virus in Skynet. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. How many how many theories are there? How many theories are there? If there's the bootstrap theory, there's six theories. He just made that up. And I know. I want you to now. name all. Of them. Name, name all. Name all six. Kev. Bootstrap theory. There's puss and boots theory. No, it's the the shoe theory. Uh, okay. Pant theory. Uh, the underwear theory. Lying. The no, button down no. shirt no. theory. You've got, you've got the hat the theory. Hat theory yeah. would have been fine. I would have bought that. But underwear yeah. theory, nobody. So the earlier, not going to make that into a movie. Nick, I, I want to keep you updated on things because I know you don't ever check Twitter or do anything. But um, on Kind of Funny Games Daily today, at some point, Fran said the word pussy a lot. I heard I heard about this. And I, I told you about that. But what you didn't hear is his response back to me tweeting about this. And he says, look, there's a pussy puzzle that needs solving. I'm just saying I feel confident I can do it. No, I just, I just uh, feel man, like I'll tell you what. I don't know. I don't know in like what context he's using the word pussy for, but I don't like any of it. I don't like any context. A. B, if I had a pussy, whether it was a part of my anatomy or a small animal, I would not let Fran near it or solve anything that had to do with this pussy conundrum or whatever he called it. What do you call it? The pussy puzzle? A pussy puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> if I had a pussy puzzle, it. Fran would be the last person I'd want to solve it. Not because I don't think he'd be delicate, but just because he would take forever to figure it out. <laughs> he would wait, so you think he would be delicate? I think he'd be, definitely be delicate. You ever seen Fran manhandle something? He's 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 Impossible. he swells he smells like sweet things, if you know what I mean. He just he gets it done. And he's face once again. <laughs> star of the show, just responding what? to things. <laughs> oh man. I love so I love everything about it. What is, what was that in context to the pussy the pussy patrol? What is it? It was a game. Pussy oh, puzzle. Okay. Pussy puzzle. They thought they had you, you know, because it's like, oh man, this is gonna be a hot game, and then it was just cats, and it was just cats, and looked bad. Looked Usually bad. Usually is. Do you guys remember, like, what was that? Uh, the cat app. Remember the cat app? That was the best thing ever. We just had the different cats, and like, yeah, you, you, you just you take a picture and just put cats in it. <laughs> it was I so have no fun. idea what you're talking about. You're kidding. Remember me. Cash Cats, Nick? Remember Cash Cats? Cash Cats is an Instagram that I, I think it got like killed for some reason but where every day they would just post pictures with different cats sitting on tons of money that's so nice it was genius instagram's weird sometimes you know like why would you do that because people if it works and they're geniuses and they make thousands of dollars because they have pictures of cats and a stack of cash bring your cat Mm -hmm. over here let's put on the cash speaking of instagram i got a I'm still blinking green, by the way. I thought I fixed all this. I thought no, I fixed you it didn't. today after the no, show. You didn't. Maybe if you put <laughs> another bottle of Evian water out, it would fix it. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> on. You're on. <laughs> Jesus. Kevin, okay, I sent you something to assets. Is it Cash Cats? Because I already have it the is. Instagram open too. Yeah, it's up. It's still up. <laughs> I want to see Cash Cats. I'm Craig, I wouldn't hear that app up, right? That was an app where you could put cat, like big old fat cats in pictures of people, like put them on their head. Put them in there, like. In, in, I thought you were. There was a game right where you had a bunch of cats that did stuff. I remember there. There was just for a minute. There was all of my friends and all my family had this cat app where you would just take a picture of someone and then <laughs> you text it. Do that. You would te- you would text it to everyone else except for that person. We would all just laugh and they would never know what was going on. One hundred fifty five thousand followers, bro. Mm-hmm. Look Why? at the bio. About that life since two thousand eleven. <laughs> 
fucking cats, dude. There's like the, bo- the one on the bottom right's making me smile. <laughs> yeah. you think? You know, is this user submitted content or did they just like withdraw a thousand bucks in cash and then just took it around to their friends' cats? It's got to be user submitted. How many cats do you have? How many fucking friends do you have that have this? Did you hear me just fucking say? Yeah, you take it around. Oh, here's the thing about how many you're a cat person, you are you're surrounded by cat people. You got a, you got 1.3 million Twitter followers on it. Tweet out, hey, who's got a cat? Exactly. <laughs> who's got a cat? I got a put it out right now. Okay, okay, hold on. Real quick, I want to get to wherever Andy was driving about Instagram. But before then, we do now have the opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to start the next great social media venture. What do we want to do to combat this? You make a good point, Nick. You make a great point, Nick. We got a whole bunch of followers. If we say we want to see fucking pigs and party hats, right? <laughs> we can get some images of pigs and party hats. Yep. Put them on Instagram. We We're do. pigs and party hats. You know what I, I mean? I don't think pigs are easily accessible. Pigs <laughs> might be a tough game. You, you, you underplay how, how many people listen to us while doing farm work. I mean, sure. just put okay. it's true. It's true. Remember all these Quakers? You ever talk to a Quaker? <laughs> <laughs> See, so these bad. this is our field, Andy. It's true. Because so I mean, more people would probably have dogs. Odds are, but... I'm thinking of puppies on a Peloton. Puppies on Pelotons. Puppies on Pelotons. How about puppies yeah. on pillows? That's easy. Everyone's got a pillow. That's pillow pretty, puppies. Pillow puppies. Is that a thing? No, but pillow puppies. puppies. It sounds. It sounds like a brand. It sounds like cash cats. Oh, pillow puppies. Let's do it. Let's start. Tim, start the Instagram feed. Put and Kevin put Cecil on a pillow. Take a picture. Greg Portillo, Andy, get on a pillow and let's go. I just feel like puppies on pillows isn't. We can't see your dog. <laughs> God damn it! What's he he's he's got the torso of the dog. That dog got big. He's so big, Kevin. I know. There's something here. We need to figure it out. You know what I mean? Pillow puppies. It's great. It's like pound puppies. It isn't that great because that's just that's just it's just puppies on a pillow. Yeah, but what's cuter than puppies on a pillow? Just cats on cash. Puppies yeah, on that's pillow, different. Probably. That's inv- that's that's not something you see when it's you have. It's evocative. Yeah. I already see Bertillo on a fucking all right. pillow all the time. I, don't I got it, guys. Porcupines on pennies. Porcupines? It's not terrible. I understand where we're going. Porcupine. Porky porcupine. They're harder to find. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah, where where do you think the closest porcupine is to us? The zoo. Are they at the zoo? Such a fast answer. <laughs> there's exactly. gotta be a couple floating around in Golden Gate Park, right? Aren't there buffalo? No in that way. Park? Yeah, there's, there's buffalo. No, no, there's porcupines. There's gotta what be porcupines por- somewhere. Are porcupines in... like native to California? I have no idea. But uh, I so... the porcupine the zoo. No, never mind. What? Now hold on a second. We we also got pretty. This is an interesting idea too. Porcupinefinder.com. Uh huh. Where okay. you put it in, and it tells you how close you are to a porcupine. Porcupine. Now, right? now there's the problem of wild porcupines. <laughs> that would be the issue, right? A wild, we're not going to have the technology at launch to go tag them. However, if this was kind of like a, a voluntary gun registry, but for porcupines, we could definitely <laughs> have a lot of people tell so us. Wait, that they have so wait, so right. you're going to people you're, would you're, never you're, do that, man. <laughs> When You're the government team. comes after your porcupines, people are going to What's next? What's next? See, if there's, there's two types of porcupines Tim. in the world. There's the old oh. world porcupines and the new world porcupines. So the old world live in Europe and Asia and most of Africa. They're very large. And then in the new world, they, they, they only chill in North America and, and northern South America. They live in wooded areas and can climb trees where, most, where some species spend their entire lives. Can you, think of, can you imagine that? 
porcupines just fucking chilling up in the trees. I would have never, never thought. coming down. Yeah. Why would they need yeah, to? You figure they fall once they want in a while. They just fall down. Wow, they're I'm living like the elves up there. Double tabs, and I'm looking to see if there's a porcupine in Golden Gate Park. Dude, gonna... old world porcupines look freaking sick. Oh, they cool. just have slick back hair. Are there porcupines in San Francisco? Kevin, can you Google old world porcupine? Is that what that is? Is that a normal porcupine? Uh, not in the Bay Area. Okay. Uh, okay, so, we're safe. Okay. We're safe. Kevin, so again, zoo. It says the short answer to the first part of the question is yes, they do, but they are very rare. And because they are most likely nocturnal, we don't often see them. I have encountered them only a few times in my life in New Mexico and Canada, but not in the Bay Area. If you if you type porcupine in, one of the first questions to come up is do they shoot their quills like arrows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do not. Oh, they do important. easily fall out. Is that just like a fake thing then? I always thought that at least a couple it's of a video species game ejected them. It's a video game. Thing. Cool Can you believe when you go to the zoo website, isn't there isn't a button that just is like animals? <laughs> That's like a roster of animals you have. Like, what, you know what I mean? Let me give me an index. <laughs> I'm not trying to fucking drag my my family there. Fucking other animal talks. There has to be a porcupine at the San Francisco. You got to do the zoo's just like, we got animals. No, see, okay, so first off, what you kind? Know what? Bring your family. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Credit where credit's due. <laughs> the animals button is actually the second button. I just missed it. <laughs> now, <laughs> when you click on the boat, this is what happens amphibians, birds, invertebrates, mammals, reptiles, sculptures. I'll click, I'll, I'll bite. I'll click on mammals. All right. And then I got to see, I got to scroll around here. Sculpture? See, this is what I do. I click on mammals. All it says is African lion. That's it. I got no, nobody else to click on here. You tell me that all you have? No, there's a whole yeah, bunch of monkeys them. for sure. They got a monkey cage. Yeah, they got hello monkeys. I'm the, just telling the, you how the, the website works. Here sucks, right? The zoo here sucks. It's huh? all right. I thought the zoo no, here the, 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 the zoo here is yeah, really good. Tea. It's like you drink it, right? Oh, the aquarium. No, famous the tiger yeah. killed that kid. No, well, the, that, yeah. the San Diego one is really famous. The aquarium sucks, though, right? No, the aquarium's cool too. What the Academy of the Sciences? Yeah. Oh, that's dope, dope as shit. No, that's cool. Yeah, they got an alligator. We did a kind of funny lab there, remember? And you ever seen it? It's white. They, they, they got a what there? Alligator. Oh, a albino. Alligator. Yeah, 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 the albino alligator. one. Yeah. yeah. Pink eyes. I've you always, I, like, I love me a good zoo. I love me an, uh, an aquarium, but I just always thought the ones here were lesser in quality. I think it's in Texas. I think it's because like we have like world best like close by like Monterey's aquarium is the world's you That's know true. one of yeah. the Monterey's top is ones. awesome. And then San Diego, which is is far away, but it's on on this coast. And I feel like when it comes to zoos, like that's pretty close, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so I'm seeing the porcupines are in the Bay Area. Whoa. Bay Nature oh, Magazine in 2018 says, "Do porcupines live in the Bay Area?" They're scattered throughout California, including the Bay Area, but they're absent from the Central Valley and deserts. I've never seen one myself, so I don't know. But there was a mountain lion in Daly City yesterday. Oh, man. This is, you know, it's rough times when the zoo's phone number disconnected. Well, they're probably not there, Greg, because no one's allowed to go to the zoo right now. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I, how didn't I think of that? I'm sure they just opened all the cages and walked out during the quarantine. They're there, Nick. Somebody's feeding them, all right? There isn't an orangutan walking Greg, out that's giving not, answers. It's an info line. They're not paying the $5 a, an hour employee to sit there and be like, someone's going to call one day and ask about the fucking lion. Porcupine. All right, fine. We'll tweet at them. Is that more to your liking? I don't like any of this. I'll be honest, ask them if they recommend that I go one day. Okay. Andy, I'll take you to the zoo. 
I love the zoo. I like animals. I'm never quite prepared for the smell, though. Are, are you that. aware, Andy, you can go for free because you're a San Francisco resident? Just so you know. Wait, so wait. There's a bunch of perks that you, you have for being a San Francisco resident, including going to the zoo for free. So who pays? Non-San Francisco residents. Dipshits who goes smoking. to the zoo and comes to San Francisco, or like who comes to Any, anyone? Let's say, let's say there's a school in Daly City that's going to go to the zoo. They bring all their kids. Interesting. Yeah. And you're missing you, out on the SF Zoo, dude. They got dope penguins. They got a whole little those, penguin area. The, the penguin area is dope. Perks? You should Google it. Do we have the same perks for like an Outback Steakhouse Oof. to get free mm. dinner? No. I miss Joey just texted us on KFAF ideas that just, she wants us to go to the zoo and rank the animals. That's good. Again, I want everyone to know the zoo not open. We cannot go to the zoo. I guess we could go and just see I what I was going to say, exactly. Here's what you do. It's khaki shorts, khaki shirt. You work at the zoo now. Congratulations. You go in there. You're feeding them, all right? Yeah. The orangutan's walking you around teaching you how to. All right, here's what the tweet. Hey, at, S- at, at, hey, at SFZ. What's the orangutan teaching me, Greg? <laughs> in, in the story I was telling earlier, he was the one who was feeding because all the humans were gone. Okay. Uh, hey, at SF Zoo, <laughs> we're on a podcast. Number one, do you have ah slash many porcupines? S in parentheses. Number two, should act, or should at Maximum Cortez visit? And then parentheses, not dependent on porcupines. Mm-hmm. Tweeted. I need everybody who's watching live to go uh, retweet that and heart it and talk about it. Yeah. Thank you. I see. Here you go. Because, yeah, I'm looking at this. Four hours ago, they tweeted, welcome back to our Animal Resource Center. And it's a video of this woman with a fucking armadillo. So you're telling me right now, Nick, there's nobody there to answer the phones? They got a fucking camera crew with this woman saying, hey, hey, hey right. here's a fucking armadillo. You know I, I will concede that there might be a few people in the front office making sure that, that the ship still steers correctly. But more likely than not, it's just because you called after five o'clock. Oh, my God, Nick, sure they got a video, sure. too, of this. They got a, It looks like a red panda like enjoying ice. Oh, what are we looking days. at, Kev? What are we looking at? It's a porcupine oh, eating some corn. Cool. So cute. Uh, too bad you can't pet him. Hell no! I think you just have to go with the quills. You go with the quills, Kev. I sent you a video of this little girl just straight up like hugging this little fucker. Like they don't care. It looks like it's a Russian video. But is that like a Moana situation where like she's been raised with him her whole life, so like it doesn't affect? They know. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen Moana? (laughs) (laughs) Is the porcupine the ocean in Moana? I mean, yeah, that and like she's on the island and stuff. Like, I mean, you know. Where the porcupines are. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I said like that. Like, she's got her own animals and shit. Isn't there like a chicken and fucking crap? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. wait, wait. Is the chicken in Moana or is it in Coco? The chicken's in Moana. Chicken's in Moana, yeah. Coco's the sad Yo, one, right? Wait a minute. We figured mm-hmm. this all out. Kev, I'm sending you a video right now. Oh, shit. Can you Fantastic. just send me this video? We're not... I know I'm sending you a new video that solves all of our issues. But screw okay. this video or? Yeah. All right. Is it an orangutan feeding the animals at the zoo? Boom. There's sassafras, the prehensile-tailed porcupine at the San Francisco Zoo. Fuck yeah. When was this posted? Is, he, is sassafras alive? 20, 2012. Well, oh, I doubt sassafras <laughs> is alive. Yeah, those numbers don't don't look great. Let me look at well, We don't, we don't know how long porcupines like, live. This doesn't look like a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, that was it. Fuck. I need I need more angles. <laughs> you want to see that snout? Can we ship a porcupine to Tim's house? Oh my god, look at this thing. Uh, it looks like it's like a It ball. looks like a Mass Effect alien. Yo, holy shit, guys. Sassafras is still alive. Definitely a little worse for wear. 
What does that mean? <laughs> he works, he's seen some shit, dude. Um, but yeah, he he transferred to Camp Creek Run. They said we'd like to introduce you to Sassafras, the North American Porcupine, one of the newest additions to our team. She was acquired from another facility. Not naming names. They're not naming names. They start getting out of the fucking business of porcupines. They aren't a draw. Man, Sassafras. Hard to believe they did this. Hard to believe they turned their back on him like that, you know? Yeah. After Sassafras puts in some of the best years of his life over there, her life over there, you know? Uh, and then what do they so, do? They cut and run. I, uh, I'm seeing this uh, kind of interesting thing. Longevity. Porcupines have relatively high longevity and have held the record for longest, no, for being the longest living rodent with one individual living for 27 years. Okay, so wait, no, Sassafras. Uh, no, hold on. Until a record was broken in 2002 by a naked mole, <laughs> a naked mole rat living 28 years. Wow, that's a long time, Rufus, dude. Now here's where I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, but it's never too early to plan, Nick. This is where I need you. All right. Okay. I'm it with turns you. out the SF Zoo does events at the zoo. We can plan an event there. What if we did our holiday dinner this year at the zoo? If we're out of quarantine, you can do whatever. It's going to smell like ass. Dude. It smells so funky there, but I'm down. Anywhere we go is going to smell like ass because we smell like ass. All That's right? true. But I, I like the idea. I like this idea, Greg. I love the zoo. I like animals. But this, Andy's right. The smell is shocking at first. It's a little weird. But you get you get into it eventually. Why are you guys talking so much shit about someplace you clearly haven't been in a long time? The zoo is fantastic. Uh, there. It doesn't smell bad. I'm not uh, talking, no, yes, it does. No. When you get near the pen roll, if you go by the giraffe, which animals. they don't let you feed anymore, it's a bummer. Oh, that sucks. It's but no. you some kids over. <laughs> did you guys ever have, did they have zoo keys at your zoos? What's a zoo, zoo key? Keys? Zoo keys were animal shaped keys for kids that I don't remember exactly what they did, but if memory serves correct, each little, uh, animal station had like a hole that you put the key in and then it would like oh. tell you facts about the animal no, that so sounds like some oh, little no. like collectible things see that. our collectible what because were zoo keys free or did you have to buy them i'm did sure you them? had to buy them so what was cool growing up in the burbs and every time you take a trip to the brookfield zoo in chicago right is that they had those machines you'd walk over where you would put in your money and then they would on the spot take like a block of plastic or whatever and mold it into a gorilla or whatever that kind of shit yeah. you ever seen this Get like that, a bear or whatever. We'd all do that. You know, it was it, you you'd come home with these little stupid statues for no reason. I just remember Greg, the I just sent you something I, I want remember you to the read to the mouth just me? Pull, okay. Yeah. You would pull the trigger and the mouth would open up on the long sticks. Kevin's mom bought us those when we were young and at the playground there was a fence and through the fence there was someone's backyard with they had a lemon tree and she didn't want to get caught stealing a lemon, so she had us steal the lemons with those things. Really, <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. cool. I like that. That's awesome. Smart. Uh Tim, Tim has really sent didn't me want to. Tim has sent me the Zuki Wikipedia, and he'd like me to read uh, the origin from it at least. to you. Is that okay with you, Nick? Yes, please. Thank can you. Can we can we get ex, uh, can we get inspirational music in the background? Uh, like for reals or? Yeah, just like non-licensed piano music. You, how do we? Well, Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do Lord of the Rings, but I couldn't remember it for a second. <laughs> okay, let me do it. All right, so uh, the origin of the Zuki reads this. Talking storybooks and magic keys were first used in children's fairyland in Oakland, California. 
invented by Bruce Sedley. The original elephant-shaped novelty key was patented in 1960. And by the way, that's patent number uh, one, <laughs> 188,343. And the storybook system was patented in, again in 1962. For reference now, that's what? That's two years later. This is patent number three million and some change. On the 26th of August, 2009, Bruce Sedley, a.k.a. The Skipper, and his dapper puppet king... <laughs> His dapper, I want you to read it. his dapper puppet friend King <laughs> Fuddle handed out the monolith magic key the to million. one golden child on puppet day. To what? A, I'm sorry, to what? I'll re-say it. It won't make any more sense. <laughs> on the 26th of August, 2009, Bruce Sedley, a.k.a. The Skipper, uh, and his dapper puppet friend King Fuddle handed out the millionth magic key to one golden <laughs> child on puppet oh. day. I see. I heard gorgeous child. <laughs> <laughs> As of late October 2012, Children's Fairyland began offering pewter and 23K uh, gold plated pewter magic keys, as well as the standard plastic magic key. I want to look at the source here for the skipper picking his beautiful child. <laughs> his fucking dapper puppet friend, King Fuddle. His gorgeous child. <laughs> Man, this, this, this beautiful child. Wait, uh, so is this connected to San Francisco Zoo Keys? Yeah, it must be, yeah, right? All right. I just they hate it when, Oakland when, when they we made say their it, it sounds like we're saying Zookies. <laughs> oh, look. Hey, so oh, Zookies. my God. Zookies are in Cincinnati, Cleveland. Louisville, San Francisco, Oregon, Philadelphia, Detroit, Bel Air, no Bell Isle, and Oakland. Kevin, nobody look at what Kevin shows until Kevin's ready to show it. But it's uh, it is from the Ch- Children's Fairyland uh, uh, Facebook page here, and this is what King Fuddle looks like. King Fuddle is a horrific fucking oh no. dumb who picks out the most beautiful supple child. Apparently, no. that's no. what King Fuddle is doing. What the fuck Which, is dapper about him? Greg, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Which 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 one of them eats the kid? Is it the dummy, <laughs> or is it the, the old dummy? Does and like the guy tries to stop him, but he can't. He just oh starts not at that poor kid. Like, oh, this it looks like kid. Team America. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Those strong eyebrows, such strong facial features. Oh man, weird as shit, dude. Weird as shit. And Joey Joey slacked me uh, to bring something up that I, I doubt many of you know. But are you guys familiar with the pink popcorn? You we uh, talked I, about the pink popcorn. Yeah, before. I've heard of it. Yeah, we. I, it's, I think we talked about this when we when Andy was talking about the pickles in the movie theater. Yeah, um, being a region specific thing. Yeah, in the Bay Area, uh, the the key thing of the zoo is the zoo keys and these like chunks of pink popcorn that would be like put together into a like a rice krispie treat, a rice krispie yeah. treat type thing. Yeah, there we go. And that shit was good. I never noticed how disturbing the imagery is of children <laughs> rubbing their genitals against corn kernels. <laughs> I have you know? never. I don't know what the fuck this is. It's this is deli- so Andy. It is fantastic. You, it's sweet you would popcorn. love it. So when Kevin no, I hate that, sweet when... I hate sweet popcorn. No, but it's not like the movie theater sweet popcorn. It's like it's more delicate. It's definitely worse than movie theater sweet popcorn. I've never been more disappointed than when I go to a relative's house or I'm kind of out of my element and I'm not really aware of my surroundings. But it's like, oh, time to make popcorn time for the for the movie time or whatever. And I make a thing of popcorn and it's kettle corn. I just can't. I didn't know it until I tasted it. Uh, 
That's the most. That's the most disappointing thing ever. Because when you expect regular popcorn and it's kettle corn, it's sure. Just but don't you don't you smell the thing before it goes into your mouth? Like it's no, clearly dude. kettle corn. Nah, man. I like the smell. I've never really been able to differentiate kettle corn from. You gotta have your smell check. Your smeller checked out. I, I found, yes. I it's found more thing. about King Fuddle. It, it just, it, if I wasn't swearing to you on Portillo's life that it's real, that I'm what I'm about to read you is real, you would think I was making it up as I read it. All right. This is eastbaytimes.com, uh, August 13th, 2009. It's by Martin Snap, a columnist. It's called Return of King Fuddle. Uh, that's the headline, right? These are this is the opening paragraphs. Hey, boys and girls, guess who's coming back to town? Skipper Sedley, and he's bringing King Fuddle with him. For those who didn't grow up around here, Bruce Skipper Sedley and his puppet sidekick King Fuddle were stars of children's television in the Bay Area during the 1950s and early 60s. From 1957 to 1960, they hosted the Popeye Cartoon Show on Channel 4. Then they hosted Three Stooges Program on Channel 2 from 62 to 64, with Skipper's name changed to Sir Sedley. King Fuddle actually started life as Professor Fuddle, a weather <laughs> forecaster who was never right on Sedley's radio show on Crow. Uh, Nick and Nude Nick, Sedley – oh, that was the show, radio show, uh, Nick and Nude Nick. Sedley was Nude Nick, replacing the original Nude Nick, the late Don Sherwood. They got a lot of branding <laughs> problems here, man. They got a lot of branding. Uh, in 1957, they're talking about some other shit. Uh, a few months later, Sedley visited Children's Fairyland in Oakland, where he saw coin-operated record players playing nursery rhymes. He was told that they were always breaking down, so he suggested a new state-of-the-art technology called the tape recorder. Using a repeating loop tape, he invented Fairyland's celebrated talking storybooks, activated by the magic key that the children inserted at lock and turned. Quote, there is no doubt that the Magic Key is the single most enduring icon that we have at the park, said Fairyland's executive director, C.J. Hirschfield. I constantly hear from 30, 40, and 50-somethings, I still have my key. And I always reply, and it still works. Professor Fuddle's name was probably changed to King Fuddle of Fairyland and suddenly began promoting Fairyland on his show. He gave away magic keys as prizes, did personal appearances and remote broadcasts from the things, and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, eventually, he realized technology had created could be used for wider applications, so he invented the magnetic security card keys that are used in hotels and parking lots. He the first card that? keys what was were the made number for that one. They don't have this is not the Wikipedia. Uh, the first have card you, keys were made in his kitchen using a pasta roller he bought in North Beach. Paragraph all by itself, one line. Nowadays, he lives in Hong Kong. <laughs> 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 Moving on, <laughs> but he and King Fuddle were back in Fairyland on August 29th. Hong, Hong, Hong Kong has looser restrictions on relationships you can have with. God damn it. <laughs> nope, don't go too far. But mm -hmm. he and King Fuddle will be back at Fairyland on August 29th for Puppet Day, where they'll present a ceremonial one millionth magic key to some lucky child. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. I bet that. Hopefully, that lucky child's not in Thailand or some other place. Have you, have you heard of Fairyland before? I've never no. heard of Fairyland. No, Fairyland's one of the places. You know, in Figuerella, there's the um, yep. Figuerella, there's the, yep. the wallpaper, and I have two. Like Fairyland's yep. one of the the places on it. Did you ever and, go? Uh, no, Gia used to go when she was little. It's a it's was a terrifying place. No, she was never the golden child. Not that I know of, at least. Oh, fair. Um, okay, I'm googling Fairyland Oakland because I'm so yeah, confused by all. If you of look up Fairyland Oakland, it is just like it's. It's not an amusement park. It's not a mini golf course, but it kind of looks like it's, it's trying to be. Both. Yeah, there's this place back home oh, that was called uh, um, um, uh, Mr. Funs, which is very similar to this. Kev, try to pull up the, the just image search Oakland Fairyland. And like, there's like the whale that's freaking terrifying. 
Is this the whale is in, the, right? is in the Fiorella Art. Oh, I see the whale. I see the whale. There's a family getting uh, engaged, or like there's a wedding. <laughs> there's a wedding photo. Yeah, I don't know why your pictures look like that, Kev. Just Google Oakland Fairyland, and then hit images. Yeah, there's like a man and a wife getting married in front of this big scary whale, with eyebrows. The whale's got eyebrows. Yeah, his name's Willie. Oh man, I like learning about. Oh my god. Things. <laughs> yeah, that's a what. <laughs> that's cute. I don't think it's that scary looking. Oh, that's yeah, cute. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's scary looking. If you're you're a kid and your parents are like, go in its mouth. We're gonna take a picture. You're scared. Motherfuckers getting sure tetanus would. at this place, like for sure. I guess there's a part of me that would think that this thing would come alive at you know at any given moment. I see one picture where there's just homeless tents right behind one of those whales. It's just a shit ton of tents. This place is terrifying. I don't like it at all. Yeah. In 1983, he moved his business and factory to Hong Kong, China. Factory produces around 50,000 keys a month. Why the fuck are we still <laughs> reading about this guy? <laughs> it seems that there's something darker at play here. Like, <laughs> Greg's why? trying to get to the bottom of Big Funnel's secrets. No, but I, I agree because why would... It just seems like leaving to China is such a... A drastic, drastic it's move. it's like it's like in Ozark I mean, when they leave oh, to, oh, yeah, to Missouri. Oh, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense because he saw. I mean, he he no extradition. He, he was like, "Oh, this key's great, and it does this thing." And then he's like, "Wait, I could turn this into a magnetic key lock system, sell that to hotels, make millions of dollars." I have right. to because like the factory produces around fifty thousand keys a month. That was whenever his obituary was written in twenty twelve. So like, but he went there for twenty five years, lived in Hong Kong, making. Wait, hotel so he's keys. not coming on August. Well, that was from the date the article was written. I don't think he's oh. like he's not like Santa. He doesn't come every August twenty ninth. <laughs> Maybe he does now that it picks. He's still. What is Fairyland still open? I missed that part of the story. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's still there. I don't It'd know. Be cooler if, if like... it was closed and it was like rumor has it yeah. <laughs> every August twenty ninth, Skipper's <laughs> Ghost <laughs> and fucking King Friday, or whatever this thing's name was, come and take a golden child. That's funny. Oh, man. There's still more to it than it. Andy, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you were saying it looks like something it's still on Instagram. There. I was saying something on Instagram. Um, oh, yeah. I got Instagram algorithm pretty hard this past week We're on two separate occasions. Uh, one occasion were um, these plant-based chicken nuggets. Uh, and the brand is called Nugs. And it's just one of these, like, startup sort of things. It's like, check out these nuggets. You know, they're they're, they're more healthy for you. But if you go to the website... What's the um, website? Uh, eat Nugs, N-U-G-G-S. Eat go to bignugs.com and see what happens. Can you do that for me? It seems like I'm in dangerous territory. So it's like here. a chicken know. nugget simulation, and it's like, all right. and then it says one of the taglines is "kills you slower." <laughs> Nugs 1.6 contains 15 grams of protein, about 50 percent more than animal base. 10 grams of fat, about 40 percent less than animal base, and are also cholesterol free. And I got algorithm, and I was like, "I sure, I'll try these plant-based nuggets out because it seems like all the, all the the young the young folks on these photos are Everybody having in these a, ads a good time. <laughs> They're having a good time with these nuggets. And actually, I was thinking, should I pop some in the oven right now? Hell yeah, just man! Go do a taste test. Nugget up, Andy. You like, guys, yeah, please do. I, I, I want you to know, I made oven nuggets today. Not these ones. I made the you know oh. everyday three sixty five whatever ones. It, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll probably take like 15 or 20 minutes or something. Now, did like you that. see at the bottom here? It says, send five free nugs to someone you heart. 
they need my Instagram handle and then their phone number. Nick, what's your phone number? Uh, Tim, what's your phone number? <laughs> if you scroll all the way down, to the there's patch notes. Yes. Did you see this, Andy? Oh, yeah, wow. Nugs operates like a software company. Nugs are continuously updated by our team of food scientists. Latest release, Nugs 1.6. Nugs 1.6 implements advanced 3D flavor technology to enable a more accurate chicken simulation. Various texture improvements. <laughs> so I got, I, got, I got algorithm one there. Yeah. Uh, I also got algorithm by sort of a for hymns type company that uh, targets people who have ADHD. Do you mm-hmm. have ADHD? Consult with the doctor. Take this test. Let's find out. And I've always, I, I know that I've got fucked up issues. Like, I've been, my brain's just weird as hell. And I know that. I know that. So I was like, sure, I'll take this test. Why not? Let me take this test and see what it says about me. And good Lord, every one of these questions was just so on the money. Every one of these questions was kind of like, it was eye-opening by the end of this test to see, like, with one of them you, you stamped uh, are you in the morning are you constantly shaking your legs, whether in bed or in or in a seated position? Um, are you ha- do you have trouble sleeping at night? Do you con- are you constantly worrying, even if you have nothing to worry about? Do you find things to worry about? It's like everything that sort of uh, I don't know every every anxiety based problem I've ever had was on this quiz, um, and so I'm looking into it because I really would love to get some. And like, do you have trouble focusing on things? Do you have trouble? Uh, are you easily distracted? All these issues were on there, and I I hope to finally maybe get to the bottom of this shit and try to get help because I know Carboni goes through the same stuff, and Carboni um, takes ADHD medicine, and I'm kind of interested in that as well, just because I I know I get so easily distracted, it's so hard for me to stay focused on anything, man. Hmm. Keep us updated. That's I, cool. You're doing something. You yeah. Know what I mean? I, 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 I missed a very big transition because <laughs> last time we were talking about nugs, like vegan <laughs> nugs or whatever, and I came back and Andy's talking about something very serious. Why? Because a lot I, of ways we still are. I got Ill, I got algorithm twice, Nick. So the first time was Instagram <laughs> ad. The second was an Instagram ad about ADHD medicine. Very uh-huh. very similar to like a for hims type company of do this consultation online. Uh, talk with a doctor. You'll you'll have an in person or not an in person interview, but a webcam interview. Um, and so I set up an appointment to to talk about um, my possible ADHD, but also just a lot of problems. Like I, it has you take this test and I was just telling Craig and uh, Tim about it. But it's, you know, do you have trouble focusing? Do you, are your legs constantly shaking? Do you fidget a lot? Do you, you have trouble sleeping? Are you worrying all the time? And all these questions like, fuck, this is all me. Holy shit. I should like try to get this fixed uh, in some way or, or at least try to seek help. Uh, cause I've never known, I've never, I've never known to, or, or even thought about looking into talking to a doctor about any of my problems. Cause it just feels like, I don't know. It feels like I I'm admitting a weakness or something like that. You know, mm. what, what changed? Like, why do you I, think this time around? I you, think, you, I you... think the ease of, of an online thing, honestly, yeah. like, uh, I, I felt like, you know, con- yeah, yeah, you know, contact your 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 physician or contact your doctor, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, like I'm not gonna really, go to the doctor. Yeah. Exactly. Like I don't really it's one of those things where I think a lot of it is also like that male machismo thing of if I don't if I don't address it, there's nothing maybe there's nothing wrong if I don't yeah, bring yeah. it up or whatever. 
Um, but man, like I, I, you know, encourage anybody who's dealing with a lot of issues with, uh, with focusing or just ADHD or anything like that to look into taking some tests online or talking to somebody about it because this, it was like super revealing, uh, upon taking this. Yeah. Where you're like, you knew that some of them apply to you, but you didn't think about all the things that apply to you. Yeah. So it's just like I, it being presented that way. Kind of exactly. Yeah. It really like sort of framed it in a way that, yeah, of course I've known that I have issues focusing and I know that I always worry, but all these, I mean, I'm telling you, like I've only named like six of the questions, but there was like 40 of them that just all applied to me uh, in mm -hmm. whether it was like somewhat or, Yes, like holy shit, yes. Uh, that should have been one of the options because these all sort of apply to me. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough right now though because how do you how do you differentiate? I guess if you can kind of remember how you felt pre-COVID, but I feel like everything that you're describing, I feel like a lot of people are going through right now, specifically because of the circumstance of what's happening. Um, obviously, if you've dealt with this these issues like prior to this, that's I mean, either way, you should at least talk to someone for sure to start off with because even even talking to a therapist or a doctor. Um, just opening up for a few minutes or an hour as, as many as much as you can can really just just the process of talking through some of this stuff can be very therapeutic especially yeah. who don't know you um and it's not that we're not obviously here for you but talking to people who well, there's a world of difference though right between yeah. your friends and like a professional yeah i mean there's there's so much baggage that comes with your friends and this is always like it's why i always encourage people to like you know try do a little research and try and find for sure, you know, a therapist that hopefully takes your insurance um, or can, you know, work on scale so they can kind of scale down their, their rates to you to make something that's affordable for you and go in and talk to them. Even if it's just one time, what's the worst that can happen? You don't have to tell anyone you went if you're worried about it being a weakness, which is, by the way, it's not. And this is always, always what I talk about when it comes down, down to mental health. And I hate how stigmatized this is, because if your knee hurt, you wouldn't not hesitate to go to a doctor. If you if you tore an ACL, you'd be like. I'm going to I'm going to an orthopedic surgeon immediately to get this fixed. So why, when you're having trouble dealing with some of with life and it's a mental issue, do we all not? We just want to push it aside. No one wants to talk about it because we're men, and men deal with their thoughts by internalizing them until they come out in either rage, suicidal tendencies, alcoholism, you know, or or some other vice. It's terrible. It's a it's a, it's yeah. a bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> do not wait. Absolutely, go talk to someone. And, and yeah. truth be told, this person who's been to therapy well, quite a lot, I love it. I think it's great. And if you if you want to reframe it in your brain, Andy, if you want to if you need to make it more masculine, because I thought I needed to as well. Um, one of the things that really kind of uh, popped for me was when I heard that a lot of UFC fighters have mental coaches. That's how they what they call them. They call them mental coaches. Yeah, you know, coaches who quote unquote can deal with like you you meditate and they talk you through a lot of the issues you face dealing a, a high high level athletes face specifically UFC fighters because the anxiety you face on a probably minute to minute basis, knowing that someone is training to fucking kill you in three weeks, four weeks, two weeks, one week, tomorrow, that anxiety is on a different level. And so they have these mental coaches that'll come in and help them through that. But really all they are, are therapists who are helping them through this traumatic event that they're about to go through. And so, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, the way I look at it is if you can give you a little bit of an edge to be happier, more productive, whatever you want, you should absolutely do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think I've just always put it aside as like, um oh i you know i just i don't know maybe i get easily distracted and i i noticed it even when, when i would you know edit party mode and and my mind drifts and one second i'm looking at my phone it's like why the well, fucking work what are you doing you know like and my mind kept drifting and i would just put it aside it's like eh, maybe i'm just procrastinating or something like that but 
I think leading, I think with everything else, with the fact that I, I find things to worry about and I fabricate things to worry about. And, uh, and I, I stay up at night, suddenly thinking about the future of this industry and whether I'll have a job in, in two years or so. It's like, why, why do I do this to myself? And so I just, I, I guess I was encouraged by the fact that, that Carboni, um, you know, is, does take medication for, for not just focusing and, um, and his ADHD, but also just, you know, anxiety and, mm. uh, just the need to calm the fuck down every once in a while and just say, just breathe, man. I just need to breathe sometimes and just sure. not let every, and a lot of the other questions were also like, uh, are you irritable sometimes for no reason? Like, yeah, absolutely. And, and I hate that. And I hate what it does to you guys. Cause I, I, I I've gone into work and like, why am I such a, in a, such a bitchy mood right now. I have no I've never to once noticed you being yeah. a bitch. Just it's so like, you know. So anything is relative compared to that. But there's just times where like uh, I'll wake up and like I want to talk to everybody and I'm totally happy. And the next day for no reason at all. It's it's like ah oh, woke up on the wrong side of the bed again. Like, no, but like why though? Well, yeah. could, we need to get I mean, to the bottom of why, you know? Yeah, and I think that's I think it's good to start on that. And there could be, honestly, there could be a number of contributing factors, right? It could be a brain chemistry thing that potentially medicine could solve. It could also be a brain chemistry thing that a, a change to your lifestyle could solve as well. Um, but for me, the first step is finding someone who can help guide you through that process who's maybe not going to be like, hey, right off the bat, you need 100 milligrams of this pill. Maybe someone can talk to you about how many hours of sleep are you getting a night? What's your diet look like? How many days are you exercising? Are you getting enough sunlight? Are you getting enough water? All of these things that could potentially contribute, that they know contribute to these swings and moods could be all you need. Who knows? You know, you never know. You, you never know if you're deficient in something and it's and it's just making you cranky or you're just, you know, you just didn't get enough good deep sleep because um, yeah. that's a huge contributing factor to a lot of people, to, to a lot of people feeling overwhelmed as well. You're just not sleeping well. And again, I'm not I'm not trivializing what you're going through. It is possible that you need a little extra help, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, as a person who is, you know, I down 15 cups of coffee a day. I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to like you know stimulants helping out through the day. But I definitely recommend going to a doctor who can guide you through that and and monitor your your progress when or when you're on medication like that. Because I think all too often people go on it and they go, cool, I'm good. And you don't see you don't have a check in point. So you don't see yourself come, like what's happening to you. And then you cut like, if you come back once a month and you know you talk to your doctor about what's happening, they can monitor and they can adjust the uh the amount of you know medicine or, or the milligrams you're taking of whatever you're doing. By the way, I didn't mean to um that was a I went off the rails with caffeine. I didn't mean to compare that to you know an actual prescription medicine, but um I, I definitely think that finding someone. Oh no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I don't mean to trivialize that at all. Um, but what I what I do want to do just to like take a just to change the subject was Nick. I was I was not recommending, but I was telling Tim and Greg that I should go make these vegan nuggets and give them a shot and try yeah. to taste test them live. On that's definitely the most important point you've made in the last twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, go it's for it. Good. We gotta know. We'll wait. Nug one point. Remember, I was talking in a review. If you just put a toaster oven and where all the Gundams are on the back, you'd be all set. Man, it would get even hotter in here, dude. <laughs> I don't need any more heat in this room, dude. It's so hot in San Francisco right now. So I'm confused. Are you going to make the nugs right now or not? <laughs> I'm going to go make the nugs. Okay. He's <laughs> teasing nugs. where you're going. And this is the ADHD he was talking about. He's, he hey, said Andy, he's, gonna, he goes, oh, he's gone. He's gone. What are you going to say? Are you going to come over and get some nugs? No, I was going to order him a uh, toaster oven. Just do it. It would be a nice surprise With for a him. fan. 
you know, a little fan <laughs> blowing. Order, order them three toaster ovens and one air conditioning unit and see which one works. Like, see if they can actually balance each other out and it's still hot in his room. That'd be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, while Andy makes those nugs, let me tell you about our sponsor. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by SunSoil. These days, it seems like companies are putting CBD in everything. If you don't know where to start, there's a company in Vermont that's down to earth and doing things differently, SunSoil. Uh, we know SunSoil because one, Gia Tap Harris, that's right, Gia. Tim's uh, fiance has been using uh, this sun soil, and she says it's great. Uh, she likes how easy the site is to use. She likes how transparent it is, and it's easy to get the stuff she wants. Uh, sun soil makes CBD oil that is USDA certified organic. They grow hemp on their farms in Vermont, and uh, they never use pesticides, herbicides, or GMOs. Sun soil keeps it simple. In fact, most of their CBD products have just two simple ingredients, coconut oil and hemp. Sunsoil is surprisingly affordable because they farm their own hemp and stick to simple ingredients. They offer higher quality CBD at half the price of other brands. Uh, that's another reason Gia loves it, or so she tells Tim, who tells me, uh, is that it's cheap and it's a great quality product. Uh, Sunsoil makes pure and simple CBD products at an unbeatable price. Get 30% off your first order by going to sunsoil.com slash kindoffunny. That's S-U-N-S-O-I-L dot com slash kindoffunny for 30% off your first order. All right, spoiler alert, and he still hasn't made the nugs. I mean, he's in the process of making the nugs. He's making the nugs. I don't it's that whole why thing. He didn't like, make them when, when the show, like right before the show started. It's due process. Yeah, exactly. I what can't. if he didn't get to that bit? Then he's got a bunch of burned nugs out there. You know what no, I mean? Well, I mean, he, he, can, he can be like, hey, I'll, I'll be right back. And then he'd be like, hey, guys, special surprise. You know, bring make the topic happen. Kevin, here's my thing for you. First off, I come to you, Kevin, because you're what I like to call the expert. Mm-hmm. And I just mean that in every single word. All right. How much do you think four pounds of plant-based nuggets should cost? That's thirty-two. No, that's not. That's I'm sorry. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. You don't get four pounds of anything. Never order four four pounds pounds is a hundred nugs. Yeah. If I was to order this online, how much do you think that would cost me from nugs? Eatnugs.com. Well, let's see. Um, Probably like twenty bucks. No, I'd say sixty. Nick says twenty. You say sixty. Tim, do you want to play the game? No one's buying sixty dollars nugs. They're not buying those. I mean, yeah, Tim, do you want to play the game? No. But just think about how many days. <laughs> play the game. Just stay up price for Christ's sake. Play the game. No, 80. I don't want to play. The game. They're selling it for forty nine ninety nine. I was oh, close. Okay. Fuck pounds. you guys. <laughs> now here's where it gets interesting, right? You actually a good deal because two pounds of nuggets mm-hmm. cost you thirty four ninety nine on eatnugs.com. I just however, like- hold on, it gets better. So the the biggest package they have is 420 pounds of nuggets. They'll sell you for $10,000. I can continue to check out with it. It's a real thing they have here. Andy, if these nugs are good, we're going to have a lifetime supply. (laughs) Okay. Do they ship them to you all at once, or can it just be you pay for it and they just keep shipping? When I click on this and I say, take me, do I have your permission to buy it? They send me a big-ass box with all this, like, they sent me a big ass box with all this frozen like material around it sure. to keep the box really. It was really cold, and it was like, were, "Do not touch it with your hands." Were you tempted to buy the four hundred and twenty pound bo- bag and No, not at all. I just wanted a little taste test because they had a good uh, deal on it. Because I, mean, I, I, I here's what I'll say: is I really think the website's cool, so I hope the food's good. Exactly. I mean that. Look, if did you see they have snake? Made, you can play snake on the site. The, by the way, we are not awful. sponsored by Nugs. And Nugs, if you are watching, we'd love to be sponsored by Nugs. These things we don't could know that be yet. terrible. And he needs to try them. These things what could be terrible, but I think 
so much of it sold me on the fact that the website is nice and they have like good, nice animations and nice got graphic got. design. Graphic design goes a long way, guys. Oh, See, this is the problem where they're only on Instagram, so I can't really like fucking use my Twitter cloud to get nugs for us. Here's Andy, as you know, because you, you and I are what we would think is the, the nug authority, having ranked all nugs in the Greater Bay Area. How close do you think these are going to get to a, the goat, which is the McDonald's nug? I think the they're going to be – okay, okay. That's, oof, that's a good ranking. You know okay. we got, we got taste. So we had McDonald's, we had the goat, Wendy's Spicy's. Right. Um, we had Wendy's regular. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't even have Wendy's spicy, did we? We did. Remember. Eventually, we went back and did the spicy Wendy's right. and then ranked it because we were right. professionals, unlike these two loaves over here. These are going to be better than the Carl Jr. stars. These are going to be better than the Carl Jr. stars and the Burger King shitty okay. nuts. Now, now, can we do do me a favor? I'm just what preheating the oven right now because I'm okay. gonna have to go back and actually yeah, put, them in. put them in the oven. What I need you to do is I need you to cook whatever they whatever the recommended dosage of these nugs is to cook. However many pieces you put on the tray, like, I'm gonna put like four. I want you to let them cool for a little bit so you don't burn your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I want I want a, a crisp factor test. I want a taste test. I want the 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 text the texture test because that was a problem with those the McDonald's or the Carl's Jr. stars. Remember they were like mealy. They tasted oh kind of like gummy. And yeah. then I want you to what I want you to do though is put one aside for just one until we finish the podcast. And then I want you to try to eat that too because if you remember the biggest problem the McDonald's nuggets longevity. have is the longevity. They turn into a wet paper towel that is like greasy as shit in about 15 minutes after you get them out of the McDonald's. That's true. So this is important. We need to know this stuff. All right. I'm going to go put them back. I'm going to actually put them in the oven right now. Okay. Got it. Cool. I mean, this is, this right, actually, he's off headphones. He's never preheated enough and there's no way it's hot enough. He doesn't you know, know what he's doing. He, he clicked the fucking button on a dryer. <laughs> he's going to throw the nuggets in <laughs> the with nugs in the dryer. Great. <laughs> hey Tim, uh, if we were to do kind of funny.com, can we have floating nuggets just randomly? I love it. That's for a yeah. We should definitely do that. I, I wish. Do you ever wish that you knew like advanced HTML or whatever the fuck this, whatever they use now programming? I realized a long time ago, no. Because it's what, like, it's one of those things I'm like, I'd like to know that stuff. But then I was like, or I could just focus on the things I'm already not that great at and right. let other people that are great do that stuff. You, you do know? at a certain point have to make that choice where you're like, I can't, I don't want to be a jack of all trades, master. No, I want to get good at a couple different things so I can make a business out of it. And of course, we'll hire people like Andy who are good at, great at other things that can fill those knowledge gaps. But I look at this and I think to myself, how great would it be if I could surprise everyone tomorrow just without having to reach out to the website guy with floating nugs or floating Kevin faces on the website? Ooh, I like that. Now I back really like to that. how good Nugs' website is here. It's a great I website. mean, it, I got on their help page, right? They have the FAQ. I am a journalist. Who do I hit up? They got the press thing. And then I am an influencer. Can I get free nugs? The answer, yes. Requirements must have a minimum of 10K followers and 67% clout. If that's you, email partnerships at eatnugs.com. The fuck 67% clout? Like clout like the old website? Yeah. Yeah. You got to be a Reddit power or a dig power user or whatever. (laughs) Remember that? Do you remember when we hired Brian Miggles and Brian Altano? And everybody was like... Not only are they really funny and great, uh, guess what? They are fucking Dig super users, so they can get IG and con. I was like, what the fuck is Dig? What are you talking about? What is the super user? I had no idea what Dig was, and by the time I figured out what it was, it got defunct. It, I like, played Call of Duty Warzone with Miggles last night. <laughs> was that Miggles? Was that actually Miggles? No, that, that wasn't actually him in the chat, but I played with, oh, okay. uh, with Scott Lowe and Miggles last night. Mm. Guys, so does Cloud not exist anymore? I mean, no, Andy, Cloud's gone. amazing. Well, maybe the website's not as updated as we want it to be. That's a good-looking box, though. How long do they got to stay in there, though, Andy? 
Uh, I put them. Uh, I assume like yeah, it's like twelve minutes. It says yeah. Oh, twelve minutes ain't bad. Is that did they come in a zipper? No, they you put them in there. Yeah. Let me see the texture. Hold hold them up. Let them get get them in nice and close here. Let me see the texture on this. Well, I mean, don't you want to wait for a nice and hot one? Well, I do, but we have them right now in frozen form. I thought you could just hold the bag up to the camera, you know? Um, People I mean, are sure. loving nugs, man. I'll tell you that right now. Damn, that is a good-looking nug, too. Plant-based, right. huh? Plant-based. See, there's always there's always the run, the risk you run, right? It gets it gets 99% close to the nugget, but that 1% is it's make or break for me of, like, do I ever want to engage with this again? Yeah, but nugs are kind of like pizza. Or it's like even Are a they... bad nug, still a nug. Yeah, no. Have you tried no, the little man. stars? Yeah, the star real bad, dude. Jeez, I have not had the star. They're pretty terrible. Good. Everything else, though, everything else that we tried, I would, I would eat if it was in front of me. You're right. Yeah, actually, I think you're right, Tim. You're right. They're more like pizza. Sometimes you, you can see a piece of pizza where you're like, I know not to engage in that either. Like, mm-hmm. Specifically, flatbread pizza, which I think is an abomination and should be banned from every country. Flatbread pizza. pizza is an abomination. Should be banned from every country. You know what I'm talking about? Where they, I, I where they it's basically like you put a pizza on a cracker. That's how thin the crust is. I'm not. Th- I, th- I said I misspoke. I think thin crust pizza is what I meant. Not flatbread. Flatbread pizza is pretty good. But like thin you know what? It's great. so crisp, crispy that you get that. To the crust. It's not even crust anymore. It's like a. It's like a oh, like an unleavened flaky lie. I love it. I love I thin, it. thin and crispy. If pizza you get to the especially? end of a. Dude, if you get to the end of a piece of pizza and it's not the best part, the crust isn't doughy and good and maybe filled with cheese, oh, God, uh, you're not. I want no part. I want no part. I think you're on the money the first time. That flatbread pizza should just get the fuck out. Uh, I mean, be I'll, garlic bread, be garlic naan. Flatbread pizza, who are you trying to fool? You're not pizza. Maybe yeah, I'm speaking. Totally. Which flatbread pizza? What is if that? you're not a fucking pizzeria, don't be making pizza because you go to these places. An Italian restaurant, I'll give you the example. Oh yeah, okay. So, so like you talking- go to like you go to like fucking B. No, that's a bad example. You go to like any of the fucking like chain restaurants and they're doing flatbread pizzas all sudden. It's terrible. I was hey, hoping you were gonna give one more wrong example. <laughs> you go to the Thank you, Andy. On that note, I'm gonna beer, Andy. No, never mind. That's bad. But you know, you go to fucking Chili. Nah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Man, I went to Chili's for the first time, and at this point, it's been a while. But um, I was so disappointed. I remember loving Chili's so much in my. We went to Chili's a lot when we were when you were working. Oh no, no, we never worked there at that Chili's. Mm-hmm. We used to go to that Chili's down in. Uh, where is it like Berlin game or uh, yeah, that's the chilies I'm talking about near Tanfran. Yeah, near Tanfran. Yeah, we used to go to that once, maybe once, a, at least once a week. There was a moment we were doing that, we were alternating between that BJ's and TGI Fridays when there's still a Fridays up there. Mm. And that was uh, man, that was I think the last time I ate at fr- a TGI Fridays, it was not a pleasant experience. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this food has been broken for way too long. Well, remember the last time we tried to go to TGIF? It was me and Kevin, and we drove, and we drove multiple cities away to get to this damn TGIF, and we get there, and it was just an empty hole. It was sad. Like, it was just all gone. It was devastating. Oh, they cleared it all out. It It was was just straight up gone. Google Maps didn't tell us it was closed. They brought us there. It was literally probably like a 45-minute drive. They had an image of, uh, like, it's still there. We got there. It was not. It was not there. Greg, I have a question for you. Yeah, NickScrapino.com. Not that I think we should do this, but do you think it would be possible to never to use your influencer status to never have to buy food ever again? That's a great question. Do you think that you could find enough of these nug vendors so that you never had to go to the store, never had to spend another penny on nugs? I don't think so. Well, now you're getting very specific. Now you're down to nugs. Well, no, I don't mean just nugs. I mean, yeah. 
like nugs. Like, hey, it's it's Joe's flatbread house, and we were selling flatbreads directly to your door. No, Yo, we heard you hate flatbread, Greg Miller. We're gonna change your mind. It's me, Joe. <laughs> like, how many of these sites do you think have influencer portals or like little little things where you can click on? And how many times do you think you could do that in a year? Do you think you could go a whole year without ever having to buy a meal for yourself? Under no under no circumstances do I think you could do that. Okay. I think you could do it where Tim Tim's thinking about this. He's like, I think I, I'm, I, I'm trying to make it realistic. I'm thinking like, could you do it once a week? Could you get one meal taken care of once a week? I think yes, for sure you could do that. But you're gonna have to be hustling. You know what I mean? I mean, for sure. Like, for the know. thing is, also your 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 celebrity status would have to endure for a long time. I, I think we can do it. What are we? Because here's the thing: between all the different boxes, like the you know Blue Apron and the Green Chef and the 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 Purple Watermelon and like all those different Hello like things. Fresh. Yeah, it's like I feel those. You could probably get some hookups with that. Well, they'll probably give you months at a time. Yeah. So you wouldn't need too much. I think you could get Omaha steaks. We have like forty pounds of Omaha steaks. Yeah. <laughs> in the freezer right now. That That's we- interesting. I wasn't thinking about spreading it out. See what I'm saying? I was thinking about needing a sponsor every day. Yeah, if you no, get one no, box no. of Omaha steak sponsored, that's <laughs> yeah, like fucking I'm 90 meals right there. Nugs would give you the 425-pound bag of nugs. No, they, well, I mean, they might just for like the shits and gigs, but then I need to get a I need to get a new apartment, right? I need to get a, a sponsored apartment so I can get like a, a long freezer. Like, you know, like in your friend's basement when you go downstairs and they throw up in that big old freezer where you can hide a body? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my Uncle Danny had one of those freezers because he was a bookie. It was sure, awesome. exactly, exactly. Like, he's exactly. actually killed people throw it in there. Purple watermelon is not a thing, right? No, it's no. not. Okay. No. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, we've been, I don't know the answer to this, but I have what I like to believe. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yesterday coming home, we, you know, we went and did our walk, got some air, so you know, die. Jen was like, I really want watermelon. And she's like, do you think, you know, the, the like produce liquor store or whatever, you know, the bodega, they have a whole bunch of different fruit. And they occasionally have watermelon. We went there. They didn't have it. And so then it was this thing of, oh, I don't want to walk to the grocery store. I don't want to walk to the other bodega over there. I'm like, I'll go anywhere you want to go. How much do you want this watermelon? She's like, well, we're super busy tomorrow. You know what? I'm going to, I need, I need some other household items. I'm going to do like a grocery store order because you can get anything delivered. Right. It's like, I'll get the watermelon there. I'm like, great. While I was doing the last show, the groceries came. And when I went in there to get the first beer before this show, I cracked up looking down because there's a watermelon in there, but it's one of them tiny ass watermelons. They're about the size of like a large apple. And so okay. I don't know. I, 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 in my world, I like to believe that Jen thought she was getting a giant ass watermelon and instead got this baby ass watermelon delivered. And that's the narrative I'll continue to run with and talk about on this podcast. But we got a watermelon this weekend for Gia's birthday. It was a half yeah, and it didn't work. Out. I was gonna say, there's no way this half is eating fucking straight up watermelon. You're fucking around like you're fucking 20 years old in a frat party. I haven't, I haven't I been this, dis- this, this disappointed by a watermelon ever before in my life. Why? Because it didn't taste good, or it wasn't like old. It just didn't have any vodka. There was too much excitement for it. You cut the hole. You put the bottle in. You leave it. Yeah, but they only had half a watermelon and half a vodka bottle. So Gia's sister was just. I from what I saw, she was spooning. Is this right? She had to make little rivers and holes because the vodka just wasn't going through. The watermelon was too dense. It didn't. It was like no vodka. You have to. I think you have to leave it for a while so it penetrates. We did. Okay, well, we didn't no, do that. Yeah, you leave it overnight, yeah. Look, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say while. it. I didn't want to say it then, but the fish wasn't great. Oh shit, we're bearing grievances right now, Kevin. <laughs> what did you like? <laughs> made the fish. I don't so know fucking, that it was cooked. 
I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, hate, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Here we go. Gia Tap Harris. It was her 30th birthday this uh-huh. weekend. Oh, yeah. So her dad got her a grill uh-huh. and we were gonna grill some shit. And she was like, We're gonna do a very, very small little barbecue. And uh, I like how it gets very, very small when it realized, you know, me and Nick weren't invited. I mean, it was small to the extent there was it was just it was Kevin Paula and her Gia's sister and boyfriend. Kevin's and fucking dog. I rank higher than Gia's sister's boyfriend in your friends list. Right. Throwing that out there. But it's I mean, cool. hey, that's you would not have come. You know, you, when you were see Gia tonight. When you see Gia tonight, remember, ask her if she remembers when we went to the Vanessa Carlton concert. All right. Yeah. That's one of them. Well, that's if she remembers well, that. Now, uh, but she has never barbecued before. It's very clear to me because <laughs> what, what do you have at a barbecue, guys? You have a barbecue, hot dogs and hamburgers. Ribs. You got chips. You got. Uh, are we chips. gas grilling or are we charcoaling? Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good question. Propane. Or using mesquite. Propane. Propane. Uh, I'll put some dogs on there for Andy. sausages, maybe. Mesquite. That's but not thing how is, you say it. You keep it simple, right? It's yeah. like maybe you get you get some barbecue chips for sure, right? Some uh, chips and salsa. Right? What yeah. you don't do is be like, okay, let's do all of that. Let's also make it like five different types of salads. Let's mm-hmm. also get, like get a whole fucking fish to put on this thing. So and you're saying – and there's like clear. giant chicken breast and shit. And it's just like, cool. All this sounds good. And it's going to taste good. But all of it together is just way too much. And you're never going to be able to pace out the meal correctly. Yeah. Right? So she was – you You needed her to start at when I would barbecue at the office with yeah. the simple stuff. And the she wanted to go straight – And she gold. wanted to go straight to the Jean-Vier Miller. I'm making a lote and all this oh, other stuff. Oh, there was fucking corn everywhere too. Yeah, yeah. Corn was fantastic. Well, corn you like, should always make. Corn, grab and go. Grab and go. Right? Uh-huh. But it's just like – Guess what we have we're we're left with a whole fucking fish and a bunch of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> is the is the elote where you take the corn and put the stuff on top like the cheese yeah. and all that stuff yeah, on yeah. top? It it just yeah. means I, corn. I, though. Made that, uh, I awesome. get it. But also that's that true. Right. Uh look at you, Greg. Wow. You spent a lot of time doing that. Not so that congratulations, much. by the way. Oh, I yeah. I haven't actually oh, talked to you about this, but holy shit, Greg Miller, a DC Comics writer. I know. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the coolest things you've ever done. You've done a lot of really cool things. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's I'll... a big day for us. As we record this, this is the day that uh, yeah, the book shipped to certain stores and is up on Comixology. Of course, Wednesday, you can get it anywhere. I don't right, think so I haven't gotten my influencer copy of it yet, though, Greg. Is that, should I be waiting in the mail for? I got my three. Uh, comps from dc and then me and gary ordered a bunch from isotope so you can come pick up tomorrow when i get my delivery from james or when okay. i go to james i can come do a drive by your house and i'll throw it on. i'll throw it like the newspaper on your step okay cool perfect that's uh, super good. Good. yeah i called Sorry. our our local comic book place they don't have any for people that didn't reserve it oh come on that's the big problem with like you know, first off, the big problem, of course, is that there's a uh, pandemic killing everybody. Uh, but the Greg Miller comic book wrinkled all this is like, yeah, like, obviously, this is a dream come true. Obviously, this is super awesome. The support you, the kind of funny community and best friends have shown has been incredible. But if you remember a few weeks ago, yeah, me and Gary were tweeting like, if you want this book, you need to tell your retailer right now, because unlike normal comics in normal life, I should say, uh, when it's Wednesday, there's new books. We order a bunch for the people who ordered them, and then we order a bunch to leave on the shelf for people who walk in. You can't walk into comic stores. <laughs> so a lot of people aren't ordering extra copies. They're only ordering enough for people who pre-ordered. And so mm. it's this weird thing of like, you know, back in January when Gary asked me to do this and DC approved it and we got going, there was that like dream for me of like, I'm going to be at the office and I think it's 10 o'clock 
uh, that comic, the one underneath this comic experience outpost uh, opens. I'm going to go on down there, walk into the shop, say hey to the clerk like I always do, and pick my book off the shelf and buy it. And you jump here to actually coming out, and it's like, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you can't go into any comic book stores or do anything. So that's why I ordered a ton, and Gary ordered a ton from uh, James over at Isotope. So we're going to have plenty to give out or hand out, but yeah. Is it, cool, is it available digitally? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Comicsology. You can get it right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I didn't want to pay for it for sure. I was, I was oh, joking. No, I, I want a free copy of it, um, but I think Here's it's super cool. I have an iPad now. Maybe this will go. be the first full Ooh. comic book I've read since I don't even know, like Spawn in 1995. <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I'll tell you is that it won't be because it's 100 pages and we're just like nine of those pages. So you won't read that whole comic book. <laughs> guaranteed. Oh, shit. Oh, gotcha. But you can read our full story. We can be the first. Yeah, full I'll story do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's so cool. And I think it's cool because it's like, obviously, I hope for you that this is not the last time you get the opportunity to do oh, this. I, can't I guarantee it won't be. I mean, I'm sure you'll get more opportunities, which is cool. Um, and I, in, in my brain, selfishly, I think it's super cool because these stories, you know, they always draw from good stories like this and make them animated movies because DC animated is always really, really cool. Um, not the least of which was the last one I watched, which was like uh, part two of the apocalypse one, which I actually liked. Oh, did you watch um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse already? Yes, I did. I rented okay. it. Yeah. The one that uh, ends it was, the weird. It was supposed to be part two of another one. It was supposed to be a sequel to the other one, but I was like, this doesn't have anything to do with this one. I'm super confused. Well, remember, see, I was going to surprise you that I got the usual copy that I was going to give you the disc uh, when I was done, but we don't see each other anymore. That's cool. Um, well, remember, there already was a Justice League Dark Part 1, and then yes. all these things have been happening in the same universe with the same actors for a while, and apparently this is the last one, but I don't know what that means, so don't spoil it for me. I don't like Star Lord with Doctor Strange powers? I don't like that Apocalypse I don't like that Lips is spelled Lips. I'll be honest with you. Lips? Oh, sure. Yeah, I no, just I think you. of like a, like, I don't know. Maybe it's for kids. They have to make it how kids would spell it. Andy, are your yeah. nugs done? Yeah, the timer just went off, Kevin. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I was going to go get those, uh, leave them out to cool for a bit, pee, and then go back. Okay, um, that works. Yeah, because that's going to be the finale. I hope, I, I, I don't know how this works, but I hope this ends up with you contributing to like bigger and bigger projects and then culminates with you contributing to one of the animated movies. I think that'd be freaking awesome. Like, Thank that's you. so cool. Yeah, it's it's been awesome because, you know, like, what, was that, what was that process like, though? Did Garrett would like? How did you guys split the load? I don't think I talked to you about this at all. Like, no, we haven't talked about it. Me and Gary want to do a spoiler cast for it, but uh, okay. you know, well, Gary you had know. some family stuff last week, and it's just been busy in a million yeah, other things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the short version, yeah, is you know, I, I so the full story goes that yeah, during extra or not extra life, I always think it's extra life, but it was actually our anniversary stream in January. Uh, I I was off camera when Gary arrived, and he pulled me aside and was like, "Hey, I just had a call with DC." And I was very much expecting him to just like do the Gary thing and humble brag that he's going to write whatever book. And instead, he went. It looked like he was going that way. Like I said, the rest of the DCEU. Okay, I cool. had a call with DC. They want me to write, you know, contribute to this Joker 80th anniversary thing and write a Joker story. And I told them, like, you know, I've, I've always want to do stuff with DC. I'm in, but I'd like to do it with my friend Greg. Do you mind? And I was like so touched. And so I was like, yeah, 100%. And he went back to DC. They approved and everything was fine. And so, yeah, we took a, I took a morning off from all the shows and we went to Outerlands out in the sunset and took a table over for like three and a half hours, which I'm sure they were not cool with, and just shot the shit on what the story should be. We've honed in on this idea that, you know, what would happen if Joker won, if he killed Batman? And we wanted to do something you don't normally see. And so it was this whole, conversation and pitching lines and tweaking each other's lines and adding characters, taking characters away. It was all the stuff. And, you know, 
Gary's explanation to DC for why he wanted to do it with me was just that I'm like a DC fanboy, and so Gary knows how to write comics and knows what he's doing, but would love to have like an expert opinion in the room or whatever. Yeah, and have yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it, that's for me. Know. It was great because you know I I talked about it. You know, obviously in a com- Greg's Comic Club, and then obviously back when we did the Game Over Greg Show topic about wanting to write the book, uh, a comic book, right, and pitching my Superman book and all that jazz. What I'd run into trouble with with the first uh, thing of writing the Superman comic was number one, it wasn't my passion, and so like obviously when video games spun back up and there was things to review, it pulled me aside. But also the fact that I didn't. I, I didn't want to walk before I, I didn't want to walk. I wanted to run. And so I was like, I'm going to write this nine issue, seven issue, whatever the hell it was. Right. And I had all these different ideas. That was great. But then at some point you just feel like you're spinning your wheels. Cause I'm just writing stuff that isn't going anywhere. And I've never done this before. And I'm doing all those different things. So for this to be, Hey, we have to fill nine pages or whatever it is was way easier. And so it That's was that yeah. we sat there, you know, Gary, I think it was Gary who was like, you know, what if he killed them? And I was like, great. What if we did this? And what, if, and we started adding characters. And then it was like, you know, Gary started getting bigger, bigger. I'm like, I don't think you've read one of these anthologies. Like they're shorter than you think they are. We can't go that far. We need to pull it back. And then Gary's like, well, I want to end on this joke then. And the joke's really good. I think, because especially for a Joker book to end, like it's a serious story for the most part, right? Like we have a whole bunch of actual, I think touching moments in it, but then to end on an actual joke, joke. And we wanted to pull in all these references. We wanted to do all these different things. And so basically we sat there and in air quotes, wrote the book just at the table talking. And then, yeah, what Gary did is like he went back and because he's he's wired a different way than I am in terms of how I remember and how I write. He went back and remembered the line I wanted Alfred to say and remembered the joke we wanted to do for Mr. Freeze or how we wanted to turn this thing around. And like he did all that. And then he sent me the script. Then I went through and gave my thoughts or opinions and pulled this out. And like I remember his first draft had Superman saying, you know, what is like a stab into my ears, right? Of like, identifying to Batman as like very much calling him out as like one of the, he's the human I respected the most. And I'm like, Ooh, like I don't Superman's not an alien. He wouldn't say that, you know, and Gary, being like, okay, good point. Like in taking it out and stuff like that. And we went back and forth with that for a little bit. I have but like questions, Greg, sure. I don't want spo- like spoilers, but sure. is there, is Batman in, in it? Like, does he have any line? No. Okay. So, uh, what Joker voice does your Joker have? It's Hamill. For okay. sure, okay. 100%. And Which then, is why, like, if I can give you two uh, little sides, right? You might, I might ruin it. We, uh, amazing. Did you just bite it or is that a cut? Not cutting it in half. Okay. Uh, well, I want to do a whole thing with that. Don't just start eating them. Mm-hmm. Which was why yesterday it was insane when I was tweeting about all this stuff and somehow somebody tagged. Oh, is when some one of our god damn it, one of the kind of funny best friends whose name escapes me, so I have to look into it. And it's not, oh, Philip J. Woodward put up a video narrating it, doing his Mark Hamill impression. That got shared, which then Mark Hamill got into and liked that tweet and then liked just the normal tweet about me talking about the comic book in general, not even about that. And then today, once I put it out and I was like, now let me write a Superman book, uh, Clancy Brown, who's from Detroit Become Human, from Shawshank Redemption and the voice of Lex Luthor in the animated series, quote tweeted and responded just talking about it. And I'm like, how the fuck are you even finding this? Like, this has nothing to do with Lex Luthor. But I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. First off, when you, the next time you refer to Clancy Brown, if you don't mention Highlander, I quit this company. I've never seen Highlander. Fuck you. Okay. Well, he's the bad guy in Highlander and it's okay. the greatest movie of all time. My uh, but my other question, Greg is, is this in the universe of your eventual Superman story? Yeah. No. It is. Not. And is that only because Batman's dead? Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, I, I guess it could be. Uh, uh, it could be. 
you know, in terms of, well, see, the thing is about it, like, like so let's, it's a different thing uh, just because it's its own universe. It's its own thing. Like, I think the Superman story that I pitched a long time ago doesn't make as much sense anymore because I think Bendis has done such a great job with his Superman book and Superman revealing himself as Clark Kent publicly that I think it's something different. However, last night, because obviously, I don't know if you saw my stuff yesterday of like, I now have a page on comiXology, like, right? Like, yeah. and my pictures on comiXology and it's tied to the actual book I wrote on comiXology and like seeing that was like, oh fuck, I can't wait to do more. And so last night I did the thing of, played a bunch of video games, went to bed and laid there for like an hour of like, well, what would I say now? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Bendis has done so well and like, I should send it to you guys or share it to you or whatever because I did a lot of writing on the Superman book and there is, if you remember, there's something that stuck with me from the podcast we did about it where uh, when we were pitching ideas and yada, 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 and I was talking about this and I was talking about that. I eventually, if you remember Nick, I brought in Cool Greg and I was like, I want Superman doing stuff like, you know, he's trying to stop a graffiti artist, yada, yada. And I remember Nick going, the one problem Superman can't solve, Cool Greg. And I wrote like an entire conversation between Superman and Cool Greg. And I, I fucking – We got to get Cool Greg in the DC universe, man. And I haven't gone back and done it. And so it's like there's stuff like that that I would pull out and put into other things. But it was – and like that's another – a great example I think of like if I had a, if I had another shot for an anthology thing. Oh, here's a short story about Superman I could toss out there, right, of him dealing with a graffiti tagger. But then last night I was like, what's the personal thing? Like back to our Kevin Smith in review. His stuff's the best when it's personal, right, that I could do. And I think I came up with like an idea that I for sure have never seen anyone do with Superman. And it's like, that's interesting. And it's super early and super small and I want to noodle it. And I do. I did learn a lot of uh, comic book creator stuff of like, well, of course, once you talked about it on that podcast, there's no possible way anybody would ever let you do that because that's not, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So it's like, I'll talk to you guys about it later, but like, I have I'll something. Tell you, I'll tell you what the personal angle is. Clark Kent has a great head of hair. Doesn't know how to comb it or style it. Mm-hmm. And he consults his friend Andrew. Andreas. His, his friend Andrew uh, Corleone. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Corleone uh, <laughs> helps him and, dis- and helps the image, right? And suddenly nope. Superman's popular again. And exactly. people are like, you have great hair. Yeah. You did turn my life <laughs> around with his haircut. Mm-hmm. How to style my hair, Andy. Yeah, no problem. I uh, I think it would be I think it would be really cool for you, Greg, just to just lay that down and see if you can challenge yourself to just do that that five or six page story arc of that fun little story or a story. Like, of I, him and cool I, yeah, if you did, if you just did a quick like cool, I mean, honestly, it doesn't have to be world endingly like big, but oh, the I, I, well, I mean, I think it's like super fascinating. It'd be fun to put in Superman in that, you know, in that situation. Oh, I mean, I, what I giggled at there is like, of course, like the whole thing. That when whatever I write or will do with comics, right, will never be world ending. Like that's not where I think that my interests are at all. They're always no. going to be very small personal. Well, titles. well, and it's been my, I mean, very limited experience with writing and and uh, being exposed to people who are professional writers. But I think that a general rule of thumb is that if you start your very first book and you try to make the best thing ever written, it's just not going to be the case. Oh no, 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 and that's the thing too. Like I remind myself of, and it's very much this situation of wanting to run before i walk you know what i mean yeah. and pay dues before you do of it and i think it's it's all it's, it's all very much back to um i want to i'm gonna i knew from the fourth grade that i was gonna review video games right when did i write my first video game review like 
eighth grade when EGM finally put out a call that they had open positions. The first two reviews I wrote or the first two reviews I sent, like, oh my God, like what a terrible idea. I should have been writing all the time and, you know, doing this. And yeah, that. But, but it's not because the, what you just described, the idea of I should have been writing all the time is not actually how people work. That's not when I've studied how people create, it's usually like just do the thing, throw it in there and then learn, Oh gosh, that was a terrible idea. And then do another thing and throw it in there. Be like, Oh God, that was a bad idea. And then fail, 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 bad, bad, bad until you eventually get a manuscript that does get passed. And someone goes, Oh, I like this. And so I mean, it's just saying, I always talk about that Stephen King book I read about writing, but he talked about the same thing where he was like, I just read the story and I thought it was great. And I sent it there and it got rejected. And then eventually I put up a nail, he put up a nail in his kitchen and just put all the rejection yeah, yeah. on that thing until it was so thick that it was like a fucking far side calendar. Those are my words, not his Stephen King. If you're looking for people to ghost, write, I'm there for you. Um, but I honestly, I think that's, I think that's the number one secret to creativity is just go do it. Assume it's great. Don't give a fuck. Get it done. And then when someone gives you feedback that it's terrible, learn from it, internalize it, and make the next thing. But to me, the importance is creating the work. It's not making the part like waiting, waiting, waiting until things perfect. It's put it out there, do the next thing, do the next thing, do the next thing until that 15th thing is good enough for people to go, this is great. Or you can do the smart thing that Greg Miller does is just hit your wagon to an established writer already. Just ride that to the top of Hollywood. Exactly. That's my, that is my plan. But even like right now, rereading this like, I haven't read this since I wrote it. Like, this is fucking good shit with Cool Greg. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's, it's to your point of like, put this, just put fucking, that yeah, exactly. Story. Let people write it or put it saying. out and let people run with it. Sorry. So I'm saying is this, how Can long? You try how these nugs when they're hot. How long is this? Cool no, Greg? Not anymore, bro. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's because here's, here's, here's the thing I'm interested about this and don't, don't confirm or deny this for me, but like, I'm always interested in a conversation between an authority figure and yeah. someone who is breaking the law. And if they and your just knife's backwards, maybe your knife's upside down. That's gonna oh, you're gonna God, hurt. He's gonna cut his fucking eye out. He's also, gonna cut Darth out. Vader. Are you cutting chicken nuggets with an upside down knife on a Darth Vader plate? It's cut it on, Are you probably. seven years old? And did your it's, parents go to the bar? What's it's happening? Barrett's <laughs> plate. They're vegan chicken nuggets. So they're probably very frail. Here, anyway. Hold on. First taste. We're getting into the nugs here. Okay. Oh, it had a good crunch factor, Andy. It tasted. I, did, it I can hear the crunch. Yeah. You want you want me to get closer to the mic? Yeah. Yeah. The crunch. He's got the cutest little crunch sound. Andy's adorable. Very good, crisp. Very oh, good. He's like he likes him. I can tell he likes him. He's Here's trying to play coy right now. He's trying to play coy, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what I'll say. Not any more enjoyable than a Thai chicken nugget, and okay. I think they know that. I think they know okay. that though. Like that's part. The part of the marketing is like, hey man, we're just like those other frozen. Like I wouldn't say I love this. I don't even know if I like it. <laughs> so we should not have ordered you the 425 pound <laughs> bag when you left to make these. You shouldn't have. No. Okay. Greg, can we they, cancel I mean, order or is that? The thing is I mean, like, I, all, I, it is, all it is email them. If they come back, I'll be like, oh, it turns out. No, I'm, like shocked by it. I, I'm shocked that it, this isn't chicken. I'm shocked that this is like plant-based shit. And that like, I, I cannot tell the difference. That's, that's what I should be focusing on. Right. But can you not tell the difference because the chicken nugget itself is like a pureed hodgepodge of shit anyway? It's not actually a thing of chicken. Well, I mean, the fact that this is still a lot healthier and has no cholesterol and 40% less fat, I think counts. No, for no, no I don't mean that. I mean, like, are you, are, do you think it tastes like a chicken nugget because most chicken nuggets have a lot of filler in them anyway? They're not yeah. 100% chicken because i, I always wondered like if you have a chicken nugget as opposed to like a chicken uh, uh like tender 
like a grilled chicken tender. Yeah. They're not the same. Those aren't no. the same things. Like the no. grilled chicken tender is a, you could see where it came off the chicken and how they prepared it. The nugget could be paste. It could be some sort of stamped out like, thing. I, I don't know. I'm shocked that this isn't a chicken nugget. Like this is, <laughs> it's honestly, it's starting to blow my mind. I think I focused I more on the angle chicken. of like, do I like this more than other nuggets? And I should have right. focused on the fact that, holy shit, this is not chicken. Like this is, it's kind of blowing my mind because it just tastes like a Tyson chicken, uh, chicken nugget or whatever. But again, it's that same level of quality. Is it worth it more? I mean, do you want to pay more for a healthier option about the equal uh, amount of quality? Well, I mean, I just, healthy, call, healthy, I just want to call it McDonald's right now. Healthy is an interesting like thing to say, though, in, re- in regards to something that's been pre-fried that you bake, you know? Like I always, I'm always very weary of 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 quote unquote health foods just because they don't have animal fats in them. Well, to be fair, protein. They're not saying they're healthy. They're just saying they're gonna you're gonna die slower. Yeah, you don't know that. What do they What do they fry these things in? Like you, because it's based on cholesterol, that's fine. But a lot of the the myths of cholesterol have been debunked at this point. Cholesterol, excuse me. Cholesterol. Been... Listen, cholesterol. some say cholesterol isn't even real, and we shouldn't. <laughs> Hi, I'm here from Big Cholesterol. I'm Nick Scarpino. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, yes, I'm sure it has fewer calories or whatever metric you're saying for health. I'm sure it has those things, but it is still a processed piece of food that's coming that's being delivered in a box. So just be aware of that because i think a lot of the quote-unquote healthier things uh for people that are that are marketed that way may not necessarily work specifically if you're you know for your body chemistry just putting that out there ladies and gentlemen this has been the kind of funny podcast thank you so much for enjoying it along with us remember you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny you can be part of the show you can get the show ad free you can get it with the exclusive post show we're about to do you can just support us say hey we enjoy what you're doing Andy, use this money to get nugs. I do want to point out two things, though, that I thought were I wanted to bring up, but the conversation kind of got away from us. Number one, one of Andy's concerns is we'll have a job in two years. Number two, when we were talking about could I get free food forever, Andy's like, well, how long are you going to be popular? Andy and I need to have a conversation about the trajectory of this business. <laughs> if you have no to toss our way, you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny each and every week and podcast services around the globe to get each and every episode chock full of ads and no post show. We have a post show to do. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.